Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today, my guests are Cheryl Brown and Daryl Bushaway, who are both with LaBoat. Cheryl's the global managing director, and Daryl is the operations director. Um, LaBoat is a brand-new commander-level sponsor with AGLCA, so we appreciate that. And today, our topic is going to be how you can experience the Great Loop lifestyle by chartering a boat so that you don't have to jump into buying one if, if it's something you're not 100% sure about just yet. Before we start the conversation, I do want to take a moment to recognize and thank our Admiral-level sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Beneteau, Curtis Stokes & Associates, Dog River Marina, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. All right, so with that business out of the way, I want to introduce Daryl and Cheryl. Uh, thank you both for joining us today on Great Loop Radio. Hi, Kim. Thank you very much for uh, having us on Great Loop Radio. We're really much uh, looking forward to talking to you. And we're excited to have um, access to you today. I know you're in the States for a fairly brief time. And as a new sponsor, we wanted to make sure that our listeners understand some of the new options for chartering boats that are available to them. As I mentioned in the intro, a lot of our listeners are kind of new to boating, and they're very curious about the Great Loop. But often I hear from people who are looking for a way to try it out. You know, they don't want to jump all in and buy a boat if they're really not sure if this is something they're going to enjoy. Um, so I understand that you now have charters in Canada, because chartering is, of course, a great option to try it out. But uh, tell me about the options in Canada, because since that's on the Great Loop route, I think it's going to be very interesting to a lot of our listeners. Yeah, well, I guess, uh, you know, you're right. Uh, for us, it is a real exciting opportunity. Uh, we are the largest uh, charter boating company in the world. And I guess the beauty of Labort is we offer boating holidays, vacations to people that have no experience and no licenses. So it's a fantastic opportunity uh, for people, I guess, that are looking for a vacation on the water that have had no experience to try something out with no experience for the first time. Uh, we've got 930 boats in Europe. And of course, for 2018, we are really excited to have brought 16 of our brand new purpose-built boats to Canada cruising on the Rideau Canal. And that's such a, a fabulous part of the Great Loop. Uh, it's not necessarily a part of the route that everyone will do because there are a few options through those areas, but we certainly recommend it as part of the, the route that has a very European feel, which fits so nicely with the boat. So tell us a little bit about the boats that you have brought to Canada for people to charter. Well, I guess uh, the, the boats have been built by our teams and our customers that have no experience. Uh, so exclusively built for us. And they are de uh, designed really to be uh, very spacious. And what we've really built is floating condos. So, you know, whether it be a one, two, three, four, or five cabin boat, all of them cabins come with private facilities, so all of them have their own uh, bathrooms and showers. 
so, you know, the uh, salon area and the galley of the boat, again, very spacious, very much like what you'd have at home in a condo. And we also have a beautiful area at the top of the boat, which we call um, the, the fun deck. And that's basically where uh, most of the vacation would take place. You know, it's where all of the families, uh, you know, will get together on the top deck. You know, they'll be enjoying maybe, uh, you know, the cruising ground itself using the barbecue facilities, uh, and I guess that's where they tend to have all of their fun. So tell me about, from you know, a, a perspective of driving the boats. These are boats that you mentioned are specifically designed for people with no experience. So how is someone who hasn't boated before able to get aboard and feel comfortable and safe as they're cruising the Rideau? Hi, Kim. So it's Daryl here. Um, so we have a great team here in Smith Falls on the Reardor Canal. Um, they um, welcome all of our customers on arrival. We take them through a very extensive uh, briefing uh, and boater training process um, involving um, walking them through the navigation charts, the cruising ground, um, you, you know, the things to do and see along the rear door um, before we jump aboard and take them through an introduction of the boat, um, both from a domestic facilities side of things as well as um, the controls of the boat. Um, and then we'll um, spend, you know, on average uh, an hour or so, um, you, you know, um, taking them through a full boat to training program. Um, and usually at the end of that, um, that training, um, they're ready to go. They're ready to hit the water. Um, but the boats have been, you know, especially designed to be very simple and easy to uh, maneuver. Um, they have a bow and a stern thruster, which enables the boat to uh, be controlled uh, in close quarters, either when docking or, or entering or, or, or leaving a lock. Um, and we've had some terrific feedback, actually, about how easy this particular model of boat that we have here in the rear door um, can be controlled. So you give the the person who's chartering um, an introduction and a on-the-water kind of training, if you will. Is there any kind yeah. of a, a yeah. green light that you have to give them to ensure that they're ready? Do, you know, Are there any tasks they have to complete on the water before you set them, set them off to, to head out on their own? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we go through a very thorough checklist, which is all approved by Transport Canada um, in terms of, you know, hiring, uh, you know, this, this type of boat to, uh, to anybody without a license. Um, if boaters have a license, there are still, obviously, uh, you know, requirements for us to hand over the boat and to explain the controls and be satisfied that their knowledge is, is, is to the required standard and, of course, that their competency in terms of manoeuvring the boat, um, controlling its speed, um, passing locks and understanding navigational hazards are all taken care of. Mm-hmm. So how, how big is the boat? Uh, we have three, um, three um, lengths, if you like. So we have a, uh, a 36-foot boat, uh, a 45-foot boat, and a 49-foot boat. Um, and they come in five cabin com- configurations. So there's a two, three, four, and five cabin model within each of those. And what is the, the range that they're able to cruise while they're chartering? So, 
Well, our cruising ground is, is defined, so it's, it is the length of the Reardor Canal, so mm -hmm. starting up in Ottawa, um, where the Reardor Canal, um, you know, uh, sort of flows south to Lake Ontario, so our cruising ground and our vessels are only permitted to navigate between Ottawa and Kingston on Lake Ontario. Mm-hmm. That, that's a, a pretty good distance, and as I said, kind of a favorite segment of the loop for a lot of the a lot of people. One reason that I really thought our listeners would be interested in this topic is because chartering is readily available, of course, um, near the U.S. and the Bahamas and the Caribbean. It's really a different type of boating than the Great Loop. Um, different types of boats, often sailboats, which are not the most popular for the Great Loop, although we're seeing them more and more. But certainly the cruising ground is different. Um, so how important do you think it is for people to be able to charter a boat in the, an area that's very similar to other parts of the Great Loop that they would be doing? Well, I think, um, Kim, you know, any type of charter is, is great for, for customer experience. Uh, you know, what we find is, you know, about 30% of our total database are customers that have lots of boating experience and qualifications. You know, the 70% of customers that we are introduced in new to boating every year have a lot to learn. But I think, you know, it's fair to say even us experienced boaters are learning different things every day. So the more, more boating experience that we can offer, uh, the more options on different boat types, the better. I mean, we've clearly built a boat. Uh, exclusively for the boat, which is designed for people without experience. So we've made that um, first-time experience as simple as possible. In fact, we like to think that most kids can can drive our boats better than most adults because mm -hmm. you know they're made with joystick steering, uh, bow and stern thruster. You know, it is as simple as you know forward reverse. Um, you know, more up to the side. You know, we've made these boats, you know, incredibly easy. Mm -hmm. And, of course, so, you know, the other thing that we do to take care of our customers is, you know, we are in destinations that are, you know, relatively easy to navigate in. So it's quite difficult for our customers to get lost. Um, so, you know, I guess there are some parts of the Great Loop that would require more experience. So, you know, we would be a great starting point for any Great Loopers. Right. So just in general terms, if, if someone is considering a charter as a boating experience, what types of things should they look for in a company that they're chartering through? Well, I think, first of all, they need to, I guess, understand quite clearly uh, what their requirements are and, you know, what level they they are at. I mean, you know, we all know boating can be, you know, quite intimidating to uh, a customer that has no experience, hence the reason we've built our product uh, to make it very easy for first-time boaters. So, you know, the most important thing is, you know, when customers come to us and they have, you know, a briefing, uh, we take them through the health and safety side of the boat, how to uh, drive the boat, we take them through their first lock, we make sure they're absolutely comfortable. And, you know, at that stage, if the customer needs more um, tuition from us, that's absolutely fine, we can do that, or they are good to go. 
But we, as a boating company, need to be satisfied that they are confident enough. And so does the customer, more importantly, need to be very confident they're okay to go alone. And, you know, what we clearly find is, you know, day one, you know, they pick up confidence, they go through their first lock on their own, you know, they've moored up for, uh, for their first evening, you know, they wake up the following morning thinking, wow, you know, that was a pretty easy and awesome experience, and, you know, they're ready for day two. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about what people would expect to pay to uh, charter in Canada. Uh, well, it varies depending on the size of the party, but I would start in price for low season on one of our small horizon boats would be 1800 Canadian dollars. And that would be then up to five people max on that boat. Mm-hmm. And is that, I'm sorry, did you say that that's per week? That's per week, yes. Per week, okay. And are, is a week the only option, or are there multiple options on how long they can charter the boat for? Yeah, again, we're very sort of flexible. So I guess think of us like a, a car rental company. Uh, you mm-hmm. can hire a boat from us depending on the size of your party uh, for short breaks, so three or four nights. Seven nights is our average duration. Um, but some customers hire boats from us for two to three weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. For 2019, we're also really excited that we're opening our second base in Sealy's Bay. So as well as round-trip cruising, customers will be able to book one-way cruising with us. So they'll be able to collect their boat from Sealy's Bay and drop it off at Smith Falls. Okay. And do you know of any other places that you can charter along the Great Loop route? Um, Not off the top of my head, but there are small charter companies. I mean, I would imagine absolutely loads, uh, you know, around the Great Loop. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, at a number of points. Mm -hmm. Okay. We are going to take a quick break and play a message from one of our sponsors. Um, When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about options for chartering in some of the European canals because we, of course, after – People finish the Great Loop. They're certainly interested in some other adventures. And we've had several Gold Loopers, who are people who have finished the entire Great Loop route, who have traveled to Europe and cruised the canals there. So we'll cover that topic when we come back. We'll be back in a moment. Northport Bay Boatyard is a complete marine service facility located on Grand Traverse Bay in Northport, Michigan. They feature over 85,000 square feet of heated storage, and they are offering loopers a 10% discount on heated storage, as well as a winter labor rate of $75. That's a $10 discount off their usual rate. For more information, visit www.npbby.com or call 231-386-5151. Northport Bay Boatyard is a proud commander sponsor of AGLCA. We're back on Great Loop Radio. My guests today are Cheryl Brown, who is the Global Managing Director of LaBote, and Daryl Bushaway, who is the Operations Director. And we are discussing some of the opportunities to charter boats along the Great Loop route. Uh, Specifically, we were talking about the Rideau in Canada. I want to shift a little bit now to some of the options that you have in Europe. Um, We actually have a member who was the first boat to do the Great Loop and the what he has dubbed the European Loop. Um, which he cruised a lot of miles through Europe. 
for many loopers, an ocean crossing itself is really not in their plans, but many will travel to Europe and then look to charter a boat to explore some of the canals there. So tell us a little bit about the charter offerings that are available in Europe. Uh, well, first of all, I guess well done to your great looper because to uh, to achieve the uh, the great loop of Europe uh, uh, is quite an achievement. It would be interesting to know how many days that took him or her. But uh, congratulations! Um, I guess you know the European waterways are sort of pretty vast, and you know there's there's so many charter offerings uh, within Europe, whether it's you know inland waterways, canals, big lakes. Um, out on the ocean, uh, we, we are mainly in inland waterways, canals, small rivers and lakes where, you know, you don't get so, so much sort of tide. Um, our biggest cruising grounds in Europe would be um, France as a destination and Canal de Midi being one of the most famous canal cruising grounds in the south of France. Um, but we also offer uh, charter opportunities in Italy, Germany, Belgium, Holland, uh, the UK, Ireland, France. So pretty much right throughout Europe where you've got great cruising ground um, that's absolutely 100% suitable for people without cruising experience. We are in all of the prime places. Uh, we've mm -hmm. actually got a sister company called uh, Sunsail uh, that also do um, they're the biggest uh, charter supplier of uh, sailing boats, monohulls and catamarans. And they also fill the gaps that, uh, that we don't cruise. So, for example, Croatia, Greece, Italy would be big destinations for them as well. So, yeah, encouraging uh, lots of people to get on board and sample the best of Europe. Mm -hmm. So obviously lots of opportunities to do some great cruising in Europe. Uh, how would you say the uh, the cruising in the Rideau in Canada would compare to some of the European canals? Well, it's, uh, it, it's really interesting because when we first came to visit the Rideau Canal in August 2015, we didn't quite know what to expect. And uh, we started our journey right at the top in Ottawa. We were really blown away with, with Ottawa as a city and what Ottawa had to offer. And then we started to experience the cruising ground from Ottawa, working our way south. And I think from Ottawa right to sort of the middle of the Rideau Canal, it very much felt to us like the, uh, the, the canals of France. And then when we got as far as sort of Smith Falls and uh, went further south, then of course it really opened up to sort of the great big waterways and almost felt a little bit like Italy, Ireland, um, you know, and some of the big waterways that we feature, you know, right throughout our European program. So we actually came back saying that the Rideau can uh, Canal had the best of our waterways all in one place. We were absolutely blown away with the beauty and the opportunity. Wow, that's that's interesting. So are the vessels that are available for charter in Europe similar to the ones that are available in Canada? Uh, yes. Uh, in, in fact, we've, we've brought our premium range uh, only into Canada. So they're our five-star boats and you know, they are anything from one cabin to five cabin. In Europe, 
our business is actually celebrating its 50th anniversary in 2019. So you can imagine we've been in the business a long time. So in Europe, out of the 930 boats that we have in Europe, we have all different styles, model and age. So whilst we've brought the premium fleet to Canada, in Europe, we also operate some real budget old boats as well as the premium range as well. So we've got something for everybody. So and any of course, I guess specific, the big... Oops, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, Ken. I was, you know, no, and I ahead. guess the big difference, yeah. I guess, with, with some of the old boats that we've got in our fleet, it's a bit like the car industry. Um, you know, boat building moves on. So, you know, 15 years ago, we were building boats whereby you had three cabins on board and everybody shared a toilet you know, them days are well gone. But for some people, you know, they feel quite happy to hire one of them boats at that age. You know, they've been well maintained over the years. Um, but most people that are new to boating um, don't share toilets these days. So, you know, they expect every cabin to have its own bathroom and toilet. Um, you know, everything's moved on. Mm-hmm. So you kind of mentioned that the Rideau was uh, in different places, a lot like some of the different countries in Europe. So what kind of advice would you give someone who was considering, um, had, has finished the Great Loop or, or perhaps is just still planning, but is considering chartering in some of the European canals? What's the best way for them to select where they would most enjoy the cruising style? Um, and I, I guess that totally depends on what type of cruising that they're looking for. So I guess our business is almost split in two. Uh, there's customers that love the canals. Um, uh, therefore, you know, they would choose sort of cruising grounds where the canals only are featured. And then it, it depends on how much they love locks or not. Uh, so we've mm-hmm. got customers that, you know, will book maybe a one-way cruise and could have up to 50 locks you know, during that week's cruise, or Mm -hmm. there are some customers that actually don't like the lock experience, and they will book an itinerary that features the least amount of locks possible. However, we've got some cruises uh, that are are on rivers. Um, You know, that's a beautiful experience, uh, a very different experience uh, Mm -hmm. to a canal. So I guess it depends what um, what type of experience the customer is looking for. And some of our cruising grounds are quite commercialised. The Canal de Midi, you know, is a UNESCO heritage site like the Rio do Canal. Um, uh, generally, you know, quite sort of commercialised. So that would be one of the busiest canals we operate on. Or they, you know, they might want to look for something, you know, a little quieter so you know the river lot for example would be a beautiful uh, region to explore uh, you know a quiet river and the most picturesque and beautiful place i have ever cruised on with Le Beau in europe mm-hmm. sounds like some great options for all of our listeners whether you are already finished with the great loop and considering another adventure or whether you're just planning the great loop and trying to decide if this is really something you're interested in um, lots of options through chartering that can help you to make that decision. Um, Daryl Bushway oh, uh, and Cheryl Brown, uh, yeah, final thoughts from you. Yeah, so I guess for, for any uh, great, great loopers out there, we all know that the world is best seen from the water. So please, you know, we'd like to welcome you on board to sample our fantastic products, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in the future. 
Well, thank you for that, and, and thank you for your sponsorship. We think it's a great fit, and we look forward to a lot of our members enjoying your services as well. So thank you for joining us. To Wonderful. our listeners, thank you, Kim. My pleasure. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us this week. We'll be back next week with another episode of Great Loop Radio. Until then, safe cruising. Mm-hmm.